Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Lovicast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring less insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. Now in this week's episode we're joined by Dr Orla Keane to discuss the challenge of nomad iris in lambs this spring. We discuss the pattern agriculture of nomad iris forecast and implications this has for farmers. We discuss the odd age it affects lambs at, the clinical signs as well as the risk for young calves. We also discuss the possibility of co-infection with coccidia. Orla discusses the different treatment options and the use of best practice when administering a dose to young lambs. We start off the podcast with Orla explaining how the Matadiris challenge carries over from year to year on farms. Yeah, so nematodirus is a, a gut worm that affects mostly lambs, but it can also affect um, calves as well. And it's a little bit different from the other gut worms in that it has, um, it, it tends to hatch once a year. So the eggs that were shed out by lambs last spring, they need to be chilled for a period of time, which happens over the winter. And then when the temperature rises in the spring, this warming temperature causes the eggs to hatch. So you can get this match mass hatching event where all of the eggs kind of hatch in a, in a synchronized manner and then they present a, a big challenge to young stock that are grazing that ground. Essentially, all it's it's a lamb-to-lamb disease, so it is dependent on having sheep on the pasture before, but in reality, on most sheep farms, it's going to be an annual problem. Yeah, yeah. So it is a it's a lamb crop to lamb uh, lamb crop disease. So you know if you can uh, graze young lambs on on pasture that hasn't been grazed last year by by lambs, then that can help prevent the disease. But in a lot of um, sheep farms around the country, that may not be an option. Just in terms of the life cycle, and you, you mentioned hatching, the Department of Agriculture has recently released a summer forecast. Would you just maybe explain to us what that is and what the significance of it is for sheep farmers? Yeah, so every year um, the Department of Agriculture in collaboration with Met Aaron predict when nematodirus will hatch. So as I mentioned earlier, you know, the, the, the hatching require particular temperature conditions. The egg need, the eggs need to be chilled. Um, and then when they warm up again um, above a certain temperature, they will hatch. So by monitoring the soil temperature throughout the country, the Department of Agriculture and Met Aaron can predict when the hatching will occur in the spring. So the forecast was released at the end of last week um, and it predicts uh, the date at which the um, nematodirus eggs will hatch around the country. And it varies from late March in the uh, southwest of the country up till maybe the second week of April um, in some other places. So, you know, it's a good idea to check to check the forecast for your particular area to see when the hatching will occur. And that will allow you to know uh, when to time your treatment. Generally, we treat about two weeks after uh, the peak hatch in our area. And just as you touched on it, that's the peak hatch. Not saying there could be some moment in my area or some pasture, but that is a huge challenge all at one go. Exactly. So, you know, there 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 may be and there may also be localized temperature differences in, in, in regions. So it is important to keep an eye out. And if you see any signs of nematodirus, to be aware of that. And, and you may need to go in and treat earlier. But in general, this is predicting when the peak um, hatching will be. So when the peak challenge to young lambs will be. So when the highest risk period is really. So like when we're talking about signs and then young lambs, what age are we looking at? What are the common signs we're looking for? Yeah, so generally in terms of the age of the lambs, usually it's from about six to 12 weeks of age. So uh, in order to 
you know, come in contact with the parasite, the lambs have to be eating some grass. Um, so usually from about five, six weeks of age is when they start to become exposed. They also develop immunity really um, generally reasonably quickly. So generally by the time they're about, you know, 12 to 14 weeks of age, they'll have some immunity built up and, and the challenge will have lessened. So usually the, the lambs that are most at risk are about that six week to 12 week window. Um, in terms of the signs, um, there's a number of, of different signs, um, but generally it's associated with severe scouring. Um, and that would be one of the, the major signs of it. Um, it can cause, you know, dehydration um, and, and, you know, you might notice that the lambs are thirsty um, and it, it, it um, can cause weight loss. You know, severe cases will lead to the lambs not thriving. If left unchecked, it's another condition that can cause mortality. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, this is a big challenge to young lambs. And um, the if, if they get a large challenge and they're not treated, then it can result in lamb deaths. And if there is some lamb deaths, you know, it is advisable to submit um, to submit them to the regional vet labs for postmortem. And, and, that, and that will let you know um, what the cause of of um, of death is. But yes, absolutely. If it's not treated um, it can lead to deaths both in lambs, but also in young calves who are also susceptible to this parasite. And of course, in terms of the at risk, I suppose the other thing to bear in mind there is that, you know, certain lambs. So, for example, you know, twin lambs or that they might be eating more grass and they might be a little bit more at risk than singles. So any anything else that's compromising is going to lead to more risk. In calves, if they're co-grazing, particularly dairy calves along with sheep, they are at risk as well at this stage. Yes, 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 they are. Um, so it is also a parasite that can affect young calves. Um, you know, generally um, it's seen more in lambs, but it can be seen in calves and it can cause death in calves too. So it is something to be aware of. Especially as well as in heavy contaminated pastures. Yeah. Look, in, in terms of treatment, how do we go about treating this condition? So the recommended treatment is a wormer and we would recommend one of the white wormers. So one of the benzimidazoles are the white wormers. Um, so, you know, all of the wormers are effective against nematodirus and um, none of them have any residual activity. So the main reason that we recommend the white trenches is that they're highly effective. So this is a parasite for which resistance uh, to the antlementics that are out there seems to be quite rare and um, there have been one or two documented cases in the UK but in general resistance seems to be quite rare because of its annual life cycle so we know the white wormers are not very effective against the um, stomach worms that are most common during the summer so by um, using a white wormer at this time of year, it's effective against nematodirus and it's preserving the other classes of wormers. It's reducing our use of the other classes of wormers, which will hopefully mean that they're more effective when we need them later in the summer against the other stomach worms. Well, the fact that there's no residual activity in certain cases, maybe where there's a large groups put together and there's mixed age lambs within it, is there potential need for a repeat dose? 
Yes, there may be a need for a repeat dose. So, you know, there could be a number of reasons for that. So obviously, if, if you don't, you know, get the, the timing of the hatch right. Um, but also, you know, they will be continued to be, to be exposed for some period of time. So it may be that repeat treatment will be needed. Um, and as younger lambs, you know, get a bit older and start to eat more grass, um, they may become more exposed and they may need to be treated. So it's, it's, it is possible that, that um, you know, further treatment will be needed. Again, I suppose that's found specific and depends on what way they manage the younger stock. Look, just in terms of differential diagnosis, I suppose the other one we will consider at this time of year is coccidia. It's possible, Ola, that they could have both infections at the one time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the 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 um the signs of coccidia and the signs of nematodirus can both be quite similar in terms of, you know, severe scouring in lambs. So it, it can be quite um you know, important to be aware of the fact that both of these parasites can cause diarrhea in young lambs and the treatments are different. The, the white drench is effective against nematodirus in terms of uh, coccidia. Um, it would be an anti-coccidial uh, drug that would be needed. Um, so it is important to be to be aware of that and to try and, you know, reduce the risk of coccidia where possible. As the first dose of these lambs are going to get, just in terms of best practice, Ola, we still have to get all the usual right in terms of calibration, but I suppose even the technique of how we're actually administering that dose. Yeah, you know, you're administering a dose to quite young lambs, so it is important to be very careful with the dosing gun and, and, and to avoid any injuries. Um, it's it's important as well to be delivering the correct amount of the product, so to make sure that the um, the dosing equipment is in good working order, that it's calibrated, that it's delivering the correct amount. Um, and that you're delivering the correct amount for the body weight of the lambs that you're dosing. Certainly important. Now, look, it's a, certainly a timely one. I'll include a link to the department's forecast in the podcast description notes. I think it's something worth reading and worth looking at for the different areas of the country. Yeah, absolutely. There is lots of information in the forecast and there is a map of the country um, that gives the date uh, in March or April when the predicted peak hatch is expected to occur. All are good having you on. Thanks very much for your time. Thanks, Kieran. We leave it there for this week's episode. I've included that link to the Department of Agriculture's Demandiris forecast in this podcast description. As always indicated, it's a very useful reading. It indicates the time of when the peak challenge will occur in the different areas around the country, as well as a host of other useful information in regard to the Demandiris. Well worth your time having a look at it. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for updates on sheep program, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chalker Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us for more episodes.